You know the food for your soul gotta feed your mind You gotta know if you eating right Gotta put yourself first, yes let's address this But while we're here let's have a second breakfast Hello again everybody, this is Midcork's finest podcast host This is the Rathpeakin Ramblers podcast Welcome back from the dark, dark depths of my room Where I spend the majority of my time when I'm not in work, I suppose. Maybe not the majority, but a significant amount. Um, before I go any further, last week I forgot to really mention him, but I hope that you're all delighted to be hearing the lyrical poetry of Rusty Gray. Coming out of Queens, New York, he is bringing out new stuff all the time. His videos on his page, go follow his page. Rusty Gray Music on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pornhub, all the rest, all the major social media sites, okay? So anyways, welcome guys, welcome to another episode of the Rapika Ramblers podcast, I'm delighted to have you here with me today. Um, How's everyone, how was everyone's weekend? How was everyone's weekend? Just shout out there, I'll hear you, I'll hear you when I'm inside and in work, I gubber. Um, I hope that everyone had a good weekend, anyways, I hope that everyone had... A nice weekend. I know the weather wasn't the best snow. We had the old icy roads and we had... Uh, the snow was nice in parts of the country and it was fairly miserable in other parts. But I hope that everyone was safe and that I hope that everyone was driving safe. And I hope that everyone was just safe in general with the general gestures wildly around me. This stuff going on. Um. So this week I'm going to be talking... I'm not really going to be talking about movies this week. <clears throat> I haven't really been watching anything. Um, I'm going through one of those weeks where I'm just watching reruns of like my favourite sitcoms. So I was watching episodes of Community again after last week. I was just going through I listened back and I was like, hmm, those episodes were pretty good. So I watched um, the first Paintball episode and I watched the Dungeons and Dragons episode, which are probably my two favourite episodes of the entire series. Um... And I really enjoyed it. I haven't really watched anything else. What did we watch? Myself and the bros watched Always Be My Maybe. Again, that's my second time watching. It was their first time and I think they enjoyed it. Which was pretty cool. It was good uh, good validation for me to pick a good movie. Um, but this week I'm going to be talking about something that happened last week. So, Monday, the whatever date it was, the 21st. What day it was last Monday? So anyways, the third Monday of every January, apparently, is the most depressing day of the year, according to some crackpot psychologist from Wales. But anyways, I'll get on to that, but Blue Monday, I'm going to be talking about that in a while. Um, This isn't going to be a long one, guys, because, you know, I just kind of will get you in and out of here as fast as possible. You get an old podcast to listen to and enjoy the rest of your day. I hope that you all are having a great week so far, whenever you do listen to this. And I hope that you continue to have a good week. Um, But first, I wanted to talk a bit about mindfulness and some techniques that I've learned. Um, Don't worry, I'm not going to be coming out with a fucking self-help book or any shite like that. Um... So over Christmas, I got an absolutely wonderful gift of a month of mindfulness 
tasks let's say and i got like a mindfulness um workbook with like different tasks to take your mind off things and you know i'm feeling immensely grateful for the gift and i'm reaping the benefits to be honest i so i changed jobs recently and i'm going i'm in now in a more public facing role than i was i was in an office and i was working from home for the last nine ten months before christmas and I didn't realize it, but it was just gradually happening that I was just not happy. I was doing college and I was happy, but I wasn't as happy as I could be or should be or deserve to be, I think. And I got this wonderful gift from uh, one of my best friends and the month of mindfulness. And basically you open up like it's a little jar with um, 30 or 31 pieces of paper in there. And you pick one out each day and it's a different task. And... So there's different ones. There's some of them. No, I've skipped over. Some of them. There was one that it was like really examine a piece of nature that crosses your path, and even I found that a bit notiony. Like you know, I'll do breathing exercises for you all day long. I'll fucking pick apart my memories till the cows come home, and I'll pick apart theirs too. But examining nature, I thought was just a bit far fetched. Like the 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 first day was walk along and say out loud everything that you notice so like i was walking around outside my house because i don't know what i was doing but i didn't i didn't walk around like the triangle of Rathpeakin or whatever of the little section of the greatest little village ever known to man and i just didn't really fancy it i did it you know i was like walk around for five minutes and say out everything you notice so i'd notice a fox or i'd notice a magpie or I'd noticed the sound of a car. And I was just like, yeah, okay. So this that wasn't... You know, it was all about centering yourself and really noticing what's around you instead of, like, you know, going on a walk with headphones or earphones or whatever and just listening to a podcast, which is fantastic as well, by the way, which I think is an actual really good use or really good way of, uh, you know, improving your, your mood or whatever, depending on what you're listening to. But... That one wasn't for me, but there are ones that I think that are actually very good. So I'm going to go through um, just two things. And I released a blog about this today, this morning. And just one or two things that I think that would be beneficial, basically, um, to you and everyone and whoever is going through um, maybe tough times or just kind of feeling overwhelmed with things. Um but if you want to check out the blog, do it. Just wrote a little bit about it. You can listen to this. So the first thing, and the first one that really struck me or resonated with me, was um, melting into your surroundings. So basically, pull out the card, and it was like, you know, take time to really notice your surroundings. Wherever you are, stop and imagine yourself blending in or melting into your surroundings. And I was like, holy fucking shit, this is a bit weird should I be high for this? So I was sitting there and I was like, look, you know what? A bit skeptical, obviously. I'm a man. I'm skeptical of everything that didn't come out of my own mouth. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. So, gave it a shot. And I was sitting there at the kitchen table. I was drinking, um, you know, the puka uh, herbal teas. It was like the lemon and manuka one or whatever. And I was just thinking, okay, this this is kind of cool. So, 
started to imagine myself melting into my surroundings and I was wearing maybe a green jumper and I just started imagining that melting into like the, the kind of the black um, marble top, it's not a marble top but you know, four marble top, whatever, countertop in the kitchen and then just out of nowhere I just imagined my face was on the little tag of the puka, you know the way like it, it the tea bag and then you you can you can leave the tea bag in there if you want, you can take it out or whatever but it's you know, you dip it in and out with the little, with the string and there's the tag on the end. I just imagine my face as the tag. And I was imagining myself, not as the tea bag, but more as the tag of the tea bag. And I was imagining myself as that and I was just laughing to myself and I was like, I'm clinically insane, I'd say. But I was like, this is, you know, I've, and a couple of minutes later, and I didn't have any major problems going on that day, you know, um, nothing out of the ordinary, um, your regular stresses and anxiety triggers and all this. And I just started laughing and I just forgot about them for five, ten minutes, you know. And not that I'm thinking about things constantly every day, but, you know, some people do. And I do really recommend it. Just imagining, imagine yourself melting into your surroundings, just blending in with all the other colours, kind of a kaleidoscope of colours, just swirling around in the room. Just imagine yourself... Look at me, imagine red jumper just sliding to the ground, kind of like condensation on a window or something, or an ice cream melting down the side of the cone. You know, just kind of visualize that in your head and imagine yourself melting in with all of that. And I guarantee you'll get some hilarious images in your head. And if it doesn't work as a mindfulness technique, at least you'll have a bit of crack as well do you know what I mean no I did that a few times during the day and I found the best way was when I was like starting a car or putting on the air conditioning in the car to heat it up or whatever because I just found like the home of the engine or the kind of constant noise of the air conditioning was just kind of cool to you know it was a nice little backdrop and something that I could like that was like my trigger to start like just kind of lean back and just, you know, melt into my surroundings and forget about whatever ang- anxieties, stresses or worries I have at that particular moment in time. It's a bit out there, give it a shot. The other one is breathing. And you might say, but Kean, I breathe every day of my goddamn life. And I would say, yes, yes, you do. But it's about regulating your breathing. And focusing on something that you can control rather than worrying about something that, you know, you probably can control. You know, I'm not going to give examples, but we all have things in our lives that we can't really control that, that do worry us. And sometimes we let that take over. So if you take... Okay, so let's breathe in for six seconds. So And breathe out. Okay, do that five times. So that's roughly 12 seconds. Five times is one minute. Do that five times a day. That's five minutes out of the whole day that you spent focusing your entire efforts and body on something other than 
worries or stuff that you can't control. You can control the breathing. I know I didn't really breathe in for six seconds, but I actually like started breathing on an intake after like finishing a sentence. So it didn't really work out for me in that instance. But do that like four or five times during the day. And, you know, you're just focusing all your energy on that. You're forgetting everything else because you're just focusing on breathing. You're thinking about the breathing. You're like, did I get six seconds? Did I not? You're not worrying about it because you're like, at least I'm fucking breathing. At least I'm doing the, the rudimentary task to stay alive at this moment in time. But at least you're, you know, doing that task. You're staying alive. And you're not worrying about anything else. And I know it's it's easy to say that, you know, for me, for me sitting here talking into a microphone, it's easy to say that. It's easy. Oh, you just focus on this and you're not focusing. Like, I don't know your problems. So you might have, you know, people are dealing with a lot of a lot of shit while the world is in shit. And also, like, all around the world, I mean, I can't speak for all around, but in Ireland, the ordinary people are getting blamed for the wild spread of the virus when it's both people mixing and the government's mishandling of the situation. That's not helping either. So there's all these things pressing down on us. So why not try and just focus on something that we can control because we can't control what the government are going to say tomorrow. We can't control, we physically ourselves can't control the actual numbers of the virus. We can do our best on an individual basis to stay in, not mix, and wear our masks and sanitize and stay safe and stay healthy. But we can't actually control the virus ourselves. We're giving that responsibility to people in charge and they're turning it around on us in some in some cases, not, not all cases. So it's a lot going on. So those are two things. So melting into your surroundings and breathing. Check out my blog on WordPress. There at Beacon Ramble on WordPress if you want to read about it. Literally the exact same thing I just said. But maybe you like to read instead of listen sometimes. So we're going to get into it, guys. We're going to talk about Blue Monday. Um. So I had seen some things on Twitter about this. Blue Monday. Apparently it's been going since like 2005 and this is this year, the year of our Lord 2021 is literally the first year that I heard anything about it. I heard anything about it. I, you know, I know the Sunday blues. I knew the Sunday scaries. I mean, I, I, I didn't know that there was a designated day of the year for being the most depressed. I'm doing air quotes, bunny ears, whatever you want to call them there. Um, the most depressing day of the year, um, but apparently, it was coined in two thousand and five, um, so it was created by Sky Travel, a travel company in two thousand and five. They claimed to use an equation to say that the third Monday in every January is the most depressing day of the year, and the equation was made up of like, you know, um daylight and time spent indoors and time spent away from family and time spent giving up things and all this shit and you know so that was 2005 and most papers and websites over the last week last Monday or last Sunday or whatever um, so the 18th of January were making kind of listicles of what to do to beat Blue Monday and I just thought it was I thought it was shocking, to be honest. I thought it was idiotic. I thought it was just 
and a bit not offensive but a bit kind of laissez-faire about the term depression so I came across another article um, on her.e and they weren't having it at all and the lady who wrote it Anna O'Rourke I actually was in college with in UL back in back in the day uh, she wrote an, an article on why it's bullshit and I wholeheartedly agree she went into everything about you know depression is not just for one day of the year people who suffer from clinical depression and different anxiety disorders and mental health issues on the third Sunday or the third Monday of every January they don't suddenly go oh well at least the rest of the year is okay like they're suffering through it every day of the fucking year and trying their best to get through it you know but anyways so Sky Travel created it but they got this psychologist Dr. Cliff Arnold he put his name to the theory in 2005. He was commissioned by Sky Travel to put his name to it and to sell holidays and travel plans, you know? To say, like, oh, well, this is the most depressing day of the year, so why don't you book a holiday to kind of feel better about yourself and uh, do all these things to, you know, forget about your troubles. And Anna puts it really well in her article where she says, mental health issues run deep and the reasons for them can't be explained away. It's not daylight I mean obviously that would play a part in it if you're inside and stark all the time but it's not daylight and it's not you know giving up things it's an actual mental health issue it's an actual you know disorder that you're feeling this way it's a it's a it's a it's a disease and you're suffering through it all the time um no, recently Dr. Arnold has taken a different approach and said that he never meant to cause any harm. And yes, of course, we've all tried that excuse. But I did a bit of digging on um on this. And I actually really enjoyed this. I was like kinda of going through went into different uh got into like billionaires and different things, but he said he coined the phrase, right? Um Blue Monday in a bit to encourage people to have a more positive outlook. Now, he said this in like an interview with the Daily Mail or the Guardian or something. So he said he coined the phrase Blue Monday in a bit to encourage people to have a more positive outlook. When did he say this? He said this in 2018 at the start of another air travel campaign. <laughs> this motherfucker. This time with Virgin Atlantic, right? So there, screw it, let's do it. That's the name of the, the name of the campaign. Is screw it, let's do it. It was another sales-driven extravaganza with fantastic deals on travel and flights and whatnot. And who cares about the bullshit? So he came out and said that that it was like, oh, I never meant to cause any harm. By the way, while you're here listening to me, shite on. There's more deals with Virgin Atlantic. No, that campaign, the screw it, let's do it, that was the title of Richard Branson's self-help book, like How to Be a Millionaire, um, 2006 book by Richard Branson, followed up by, in 2007, a year later, by Let's Not Screw It, Let's Just Do It. So I went on to this podcast called, um, or I, I listened to this podcast called We Study Billionaires Podcast, talk about this book, um, 
it's on youtube you should check it out they're still going today this was back in like 2017 when they first reviewed this book but they talk about different billionaires kind of rise to power and their their kind of their ways in which they've been successful and study and see if that could be applicable in real life it's pretty good it's it's actually not a bad um it's not something that i listen to regularly but it's actually it was interesting because the two guys were into it like you know and that i think that's the best thing about the podcast a podcast if if you're if someone's into the topic or into the you know really interested in what's going on it is cool um which i hope i'm doing today and not just shouting on but so that's the we study billionaires podcast in, and they talked about the book. So give that a listen if if you get a chance. But they weren't too impressed with the book anyways. So anyways, Dr. Arnold, back to Cliff Arnold. He hasn't posted on Twitter since 2016 and LinkedIn since 2018. Now I noticed on his social medias he was really pushing hashtag Stop Blue Monday. Like a total turnaround from his original, and I wouldn't be surprised if he was capitalizing off this, because he had Star Wars ads on his Twitter, loads of different ones, Um, I was reading through different articles anyways, and I, I saw, or I read a 2012 article from The Guardian, and it kind of echoes Anna's article, or I suppose Anna's article echoes The Guardian piece, because that came first, but whatever, they're both individual pieces of writing, Um, the author, Dean Burnett, said, I believe strongly that pseudoscience, like this equation, the equation that Arnold used to, you know, say that the third January in every year, the third Monday in every January every is the most present day of the year. Um, so he said, I believe strongly that pseudoscience, like this equation, regularly presented as genuine science in the mainstream media, harms the public understanding of science and psychology. It's also disrespectful to those who suffer from genuine depression, suggesting that it is temporary, minor, and experienced by everyone, rather than what may be a chronic and incapacitating incapacitating condition. People with clinical depression often face an uphill struggle being taken seriously, especially as depression is such a general term. So, like, this is the thing. These air travel companies are using this psychologist who apparently taught a few evening classes in Cardiff University isn't a really credited psychologist at all they're using his name Dr. Cliff Arnall or whatever to push their sales campaign and they're making profits they're probably reaping the rewards but what they're doing is they're trivializing depression and that's clear to see. They're trivializing depression. They're making it a secondary thing. And they're making it an easy thing to overcome. Saying like, you'll beat the January blues if you buy this flight to Mallorca for 70 euro. Whatever. I don't know what the prices are in Virgin or Sky Traveler. If Sky Travel is even around anymore. But, you know, they're saying that's an easy thing to overcome. Whereas we all know most people know that it's a constant battle and it's a constant uphill battle you know um so that's so that was that article that was a 2012 article from the guardian um so dr cliff arnold and this is where i just kind of started losing hope in um in kind of the capitalism 
the capitalistic side of humanity. Where I, so, not only did Cliff Arnold say that, you know, the third gen- Monday of every January is the most depressing day of the year to sell flights and make money for himself, whatever. Respect the grind and all that. He follows it up 13 years later saying, oh, no, I didn't mean any harm by it. I mean, like, guys you know come on i didn't mean any, i didn't mean any harm why don't you come on this flight with me it's such a good deal it's 50% off and if i refer you you i get a free flight so also in 2005 he lended his name to walls ice cream promotional campaign to name june 24th as the happiest day of the year with another bullshit equation so it's kind of sensing a pattern here so he did it twice in one year and he's been capitalizing off it ever since and now he's capitalizing on the stop blue monday hashtag stop blue monday definitely capitalizing off that i haven't seen any evidence and i don't intend on investigating any further because i was getting a bit you know for lack of a better word depressed looking at it and seeing what a asshole this guy is but also like you know, fuck Cliff Arnold and fuck the papers that are making Blue Monday a thing in 2021. Because I didn't know about Blue Monday until last Monday. And the amount of articles I saw about it saying like, seven things to do to beat Blue Monday and... You know, they were like, oh, you know, you could do this. And Blue Monday is not, like, really an official thing. But, you know, you could still do these things to beat it. It's like, don't bring it up. So, like, if at the start of the article, you're like, okay, the person who coined this term has come out and said, stop it. And it's widely disputed that any of this is in any way real. Then why write articles about it, you know? And then... The thing about that is as well, and I saw a few tweets about this, you know, is that is is Monday, is the third Monday of January, the only day of the year that you're really going to push articles about mental health. You know, for the rest of the year, are you going to worry about people's mental health at all? Or was it just for that day when it was mainstream and in the news? And, you know, that's not right. And it is trivializing. And as, you know, Dean Burnett said, you're suggesting that depression is temporary, minor, and experienced by everyone rather than what may be a chronic and incapacitating condition. You know, I'm lucky that I've never experienced chronic depression um, and I've never been to a therapist or a doctor about it, so I'm not even sure if I've ever been properly depressed. I've been sad and I've been, you know, lost and stuff, but, you know, if I was sitting at home and all my thoughts were negative and drifting towards a dark abyss, do you think that I'm reading... <laughs> Do you think that I'm going to read an Irish Times article or, or a Guardian article saying, let's beat the blues by getting out for a walk today? And I'm going to turn and like, fuck, I knew there was something I was forgetting. I knew there was one thing that I hadn't done. 
I knew that there was one thing I hadn't done to beat this this little thing going on, you know. So I hope in the future, I hope people are going to follow Anna O'Rourke and her advice. And I don't think Anna listens. I haven't seen Anna in years, but she was I was great friends with her for a while in college. She's an absolute star. And I'm just so happy for her that she is, you know, getting to write these things for the mainstream media. And actually, it's a counterpoint. And it was refreshing to see. And I'm just delighted for her. And I hope she's doing well. But yeah, I really hope that we just stop looking at these things and listening to these things. There's enough fucking bad news in the world without us turning on flicking on Twitter, you know, opening up Twitter and flicking through what's trending and seeing today is the most depressing day in the world. Like, oh, for fuck's sake. At the moment, every day is a fucking depressing day because there's thousands of cases of coronavirus in Ireland every day. We're probably going to get locked down even more, which is needed, but could have been avoided. They just did this last year. You know, fuck this. Like, it's fucking depressing. It's fucking annoying. And it's, it's fucking... It's it's a lot. It's nearly too much sometimes. Um, so I hope you're all doing well. And, you know, I just hope that you all decide to breathe a bit. Do the six-second breathing. It really worked for me. Do the melting into your surroundings. I thought that was hilarious. I had a great time doing it. And maybe forget about things for a while. There are some other ones that I was doing. I'll, I'll talk about them next week, maybe. Um, so quickly, just before I finish up, what was I watching this week? I've been watching um, Avatar, The Last Airbender. Am I watching anything else? I'm struggling to keep up my shows, to be honest. Today's been one of those Sundays where I'm just eating shit all day long. I was working until one, had dinner, had a few cluster creams, went down to Aldi, got some lunches for the week, you know, being healthy, being healthy, college is starting, and then I just started eating shit. I bought, like, one of those big chocolate bars. I've had half of that. I've had a full tub of the like the Aldi Pringles. I had some from the next tub. It's one of those days, but hey, we'll rally. I'll go again tomorrow. Um, I want to thank everybody for reading my short story, Rapture. Very short story that I put on my blog there during the week. If anybody hasn't read it and they want to read it, go on to the Rath Peak and Rambler WordPress account. It's um one of my latest posts. I think it's my latest one. Maybe my second last one, Rapture. I wrote it last week or the week before, um, and I was kind of working on it since. I'm still; it's probably still not finished. I could probably do more with it. But um, Marion Keys, the brilliant author and Irish legend, she started a writing class on her Instagram page, and she was um, she's been putting up writing prompts on her uh, Twitter and Instagram and stuff, and one of them was just about. Um, he had heard about the events in the rowing boat and I just had this idea in my head of an old, ancient, kind of wizened man rowing into modern-day Ireland and him being Brendan the Navigator. And that's where the story started and it ends in a rapture and the character Richard, his wife, goes up to heaven. He's stuck on earth, you know, in the living hell or whatever. And I don't know how I got there, but I, you know, I just kind of wrote and wrote, and I, I thought it was an okay story in the end. It was very short; it's only about nine hundred words, probably about ten minute read, five minute read max, um, five minute read, I'd say. And yeah, so if you enjoy 
very short fiction, flash fiction. And if you enjoy stories about the rapture, without it being holy at all, really, you know, give it a shout, give it a look, and hopefully be posting lots more stories this year. And thanks to everyone for the kind words. Thanks, everyone, for listening, subscribing. Please listen please like and subscribe this on spotify and apple podcasts you know share it around with one friend or something it really helps me no another helps me i really appreciate it when people share and like and subscribe and comment you know i do appreciate a good comment and i just appreciate everyone's support and i just want to thank everyone and yeah i think you're all brilliant um there's not big things, but there's things happening with the podcast over the next few months. I'm going to have more people on. Um, I'm looking forward to having a an Instagram acquaintance of mine on the podcast, hopefully in the next few weeks. Um, Joe M. from Helsinki that I got talking to on Instagram. And she's an absolutely lovely woman. She has a new song out. Um, go check it out. I'll be posting up my um, social medias this week and I'll hopefully have her on the podcast in the next few weeks and possibly the B brothers they're um they're not a band they're not a music page at all but they're um B conservationists living in Whitechurch and there's a beehive in Rathpeaking Pitch at the moment we were chatting about that so wouldn't mind having them on just chatting shit about bees with them and hopefully have more interviews during the year. But anyways, I'm rambling at the moment. I'm talking shit. I hope that you all have a fantastic, fantastic week. Um, If you want me to talk about anything in particular on any podcast, just shoot me a DM. Let me know. Uh, please mind yourselves. Have a fantastic week. This is Rusty Gray playing us out as always. Check him out on the socials. Love you all. Bye-bye. Uh, this is nothing that you've seen before yeah. This is not something for the green CeeLo This is something that we need though Reviews of the movies, favorite TV shows Articulate talks about life, that's just in second breakfast Two themes in one podcast, huh, this man is restless He got just what you seek in Scrambler He is the Wrath Peak and Rambler